Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast, which remembers and celebrates all things and everything classic TV. Today, I wanted to jump on on behalf of my sister and myself and pay tribute to Bob Barker. We just found out about his passing at the age of 99. He would have turned 100 years old in December, December the 12th, if I'm not mistaken. He would have been 100. But uh, what a long life he lived just the same. Now, Bob Barker in our family, in our house, was a constant daily fixture for many, many years. He's one of the first people that we both remember seeing on TV. I remember seeing him as early as 1974 when I was three. First TV shows I remember watching in life were Sesame Street, The Young and the Restless, All in the Family, and The Price is Right. So Bob Barker is someone that I most definitely, we both most definitely grew up with. Um... You know, I loved watching him on The Price is Right. He was so good on that show. I mean, he just had such of an excitement and an enthusiasm. He was perfect for that show. He really was. He was a the perfect game show host. I mean, he hosted Truth or Consequences for 18 years. He started that show. He started off with a career in radio. He was also in the Navy, if I recall correctly. Um, he joined the Navy after he graduated from college and, uh, he served in World War II for a while, if I recall. And, um, he began a career in radio. Someone recognized he had a really great speaking voice and, you know, he jumped into radio. I think he started off as a DJ and, uh, went from there. And one of the, uh, big wigs, one of the big execs heard his radio show one day and thought he'd be great, you know, to, to be on a really, uh, more successful, more, um, popular radio program. And so that's when he really, really got even deeper into radio and became, you know, more well-known. And he and his wife, Dorothy Joe moved to LA. They were high school sweethearts. And, uh, they met, uh, their first date was at an Ella Fitzgerald concert. And they knew from that very first date that they were going to be together from then on. They were deeply, deeply in love. They never had children purposefully, uh, did not have children purposely rather because they just were so in love with each other. They kind of didn't want to share that love with anybody else. Um, they just wanted to be the two of them. That's just how much in love they were. And I remember seeing Dorothy Joe in the audience, um, you know, during episodes of The Price is Right. She was definitely his biggest cheerleader. And they were deeply, deeply in love. And so they moved to L.A. And Bob, of course, went from radio into television. And that's when he began hosting Truth or Consequences in 1956. He did that until 1974. He was actually hosting both Truth or Consequences and The Price is Right simultaneously for two years. Very, 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 very busy, heavy schedule, but he loved it. He really enjoyed it. He was really good at it. And uh, The Price is Right originally aired in the 1950s. It started around 1956, ran through 1965 on ABC. It 
was hosted by Bill Collin. I've seen the original Price is Right. My sister loves the original Price is Right. I do too. Uh, but she likes it even more than I do. And so we, you know, we've seen episodes on, uh, you know, the Game Show Network. And I don't, I don't think Buzzer brings them, but the Game Show Network was bringing them regularly some years back. And she really, really loved the uh, early Price of Right episodes with Bill Collin. And Bill Collin, of course, wonderful Game Show host himself. Uh, legendary. One of the best. So after the show ended in 1965, they decided to bring it back in 1972. Um... I don't recall why Bill Cullen was not tapped to host the new version. Don't remember the story behind that, but they got Bob Barker and he readily agreed and jumped on board and the show made its debut in 1972. And um, the first episode is on YouTube in its entirety, 30 minutes long. It became an hour long program. Uh, oh, somewhere in the 70s. Uh, I think 1975, it moved to an hour. That's how popular it was. And uh, he stayed with that show, The Price is Right, until 2007. He was with the show for 35 seasons. I remember the day that he uh, retired from The Price is Right, the day that he left in June of 2007. I cried like a baby. That's something that I have only shared with my sister. I cried and cried and cried. It was like the absence of a very dear friend, someone very dear leaving. No shade to um drew carey i think he's done a good job carrying it on all of these years since but bob barker like i said there's something about someone that you grow up with i know for me it is someone that you know i grew up with going through the various ups and downs and ins and outs of life and that person just stays really really has a really permanent place etched in your mind and in your heart and that definitely is my story. But uh, speaking of Dorothy Joe, if you do not know or remember Dorothy Joe, that was, like I said, his high school sweetheart. They also were college sweethearts. And they were married for, oh my goodness, about 35 years. She was a heavy smoker. And that was something he really wanted her to do was to stop smoking, but she just couldn't do it. She was diagnosed with lung cancer, and she died in October of 1981. And I remember we were so sad for him when she passed away because you could tell that they were best friends, and as husband and wife should be. Husband and wife should be the best of friends, and they definitely were. And it was so sad when she passed away. And honestly, it took a lot out of him. There are people who knew him personally that said he was never the same after that. And that's definitely something that I agree with. He definitely, you could tell that something about him died with her. You could just see it in his personality and his mannerisms, his gestures. He, he covered it as best he could when he was on camera, but I could still see through it. Even as a kid, I could still see through it that something was missing because I knew how in love they were and something just definitely was not the same after her passing. Um, of course, you know, Bob was involved in various lawsuits and scandals throughout the years. Um, won't get off into that. It's all public knowledge. And if you want to hear more about it, you know, there's Google, there's YouTube. But um, like I said, I, I, I adored him. I adored Bob Barker. I very, very fond of him. And uh, 
I was thinking about him just about a week ago, believe it or not. And I was thinking that, hey, if he holds on a little while longer in December, he's going to make 100 years old. He's going to be 100 in December. And uh, when I got the notification on my phone just now from CNN that he had passed, I, like I said, was really heartbroken. I mean, like 99 is a great life. It's a wonderful, you know, amount of years to live. But I tell you, when, for me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, of course, but for for me personally, when someone passes away that I grew up with watching on TV, it always hits deep. That's the one thing in life that makes me feel old. And normally, I don't feel old. I know people. I have classmates and other people I know. Oh, I'm so old. I feel so old. I don't share that sentiment. I'm still very youthful. I still feel very youthful and very young. I love being in my 50s. It's a great era. You're still young. You still have youth left and a lot of it left, but you still have, you also have a lot of wisdom. A lot of the mistakes that you made in the past, you know not to make anymore. You've been there. You've done that. You've matured. You've grown up. You don't need people's approval. You're not looking to be everybody's best friend. And that's the point that I am in my life. And it feels great. It's a liberating place to be. It really is. I love being in my 50s. It's, it's, it's a wonderful gift and a great experience. So I don't share the sentiment about being old. Not at all. But that's the one thing that does make me feel old. When someone I grew up with watching on TV or whether I listen to their music, um, whatever the status may have been, that's the one thing that makes me feel older. And I definitely feel older today. We both do. But like I said, Bob Barker was someone that we all grew up with in our family. We all watched on TV on a regular, consistent basis. I mean, during the holidays and summer vacation and when you were homesick, other days off from school, you know, Bob Barker was always there. And um, again, just uh, very saddened to learn of his passing. But he definitely is someone that we both are, like I said, we have a very long history with uh, with uh, him and with the prize is right. And uh, that's something that we treasure all the more today, right now. So we just wanted to jump on and pay tribute to Bob Barker and, uh, you know, just wanted to do an episode right now um, and pay tribute to him because it's most definitely most deserved. And we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Two Sisters in a TV as we remember the life and the legacy, the career, and the impact of Bob Barker. We'll have another episode coming up next week. And we look forward to you joining us for that. Thank you for your time today. We'll see you on the next episode.